This is Teachable Moments with April podcast. I am your host, April. If you're a returning listener, I appreciate you and welcome back. If you're a new listener, welcome and thank you. To everyone listening, remember, Teachable Moments are all around us. Enjoy. This is Wellness Wednesday. Today we're going to look at the church and mental health. We're going to take a look at My Design, Living by Design Ministries. What does the Bible teach us about mental health issues? By Corinne Williams, PhD. So a common question is, does struggling with my mental health mean I have a lack of faith? And should I focus on my spiritual health instead? Now, as a Christian therapist, uh, Corinne uh, Williams hears this question quite a bit. And she expresses that it saddens her heart to be reminded that what the church has taught its people, it also gives them a chance to respond with a powerful truth. It's a truth that more Christians need to hear and here it is. This is what she says. God is just as concerned with your, your mental health as he is with your spiritual health. Did you hear that? God is just as concerned with your mental health as he is with your spiritual health. So let's take it to scripture. At Galatians 6, 2, it says, Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you fulfill the law of Christ. Let me say it again. Carry one another's burdens in this way and you will fulfill the law of Christ. While the church thinks we wouldn't have mental health issues if our spiritual health were strong, God knows that the two aren't exactly interlinked. You can have strong faith and weak mental health, just like you can have a strong faith and you can have a weak physical health. Both can happen at a result of the circumstance of life or just plain biology. While having faith is incredibly helpful in healing them both, a lack of faith does not cause any of them. Mental health is an extremely complex issue, which might be the reason the church doesn't talk about it enough. But the Bible does contain wisdom on the topic. The Bible has a lot to say about our thoughts and our emotions, with insights into how we can deal with them in a way that honors God. There are many verses that speak about mental health issues such as anxiety, depression, and even suicide. There are also scriptural uh, scriptures, several scriptural devotions that offer hope and healing. So now we move on to the the subtopic of does the Bible address mental health issues? We look to the book of Romans 8, 6. For the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. The Bible was written thousands of years ago, and as such, it does not directly address mental health issues as we understand them today. 
However, many Bible passages speak to the importance of a healthy mind and maintaining a positive outlook. For example, at Philippians uh, 4.8, it instructs believers to fix their thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, to think on things that are excellent and worthy of praise. This verse reminds us that our thoughts have a direct impact on our mental health, and we should be intentional about what we allow into our minds. Additionally, at 1 Peter 5, 7, it says, Cast all your anxiety on Him, because He cares for you. This verse shows us that God is concerned with our mental well-being and is willing to help us with our anxiety and our worry. So while the Bible may not directly address mental health, Scripture suggests that God is fully aware of it and ever willing to help us get through it. So now we look at the topic or the question, who had mental health issues in the Bible? But before we do that, let's look at Lamentations 3.17. My soul has been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what happiness is. Many people in the Bible likely had mental health issues. Here are two examples of mental health issues and very popular faith-filled Bible characters. We look at Elijah. Elijah was a great man in the Bible who had executed incredible miracles as a prophet of God. He was the one who stood in all and for all the prophets of God during Christ's transfiguration. Yet still he collapsed under a tree, exhausted and overwhelmed, begging for God to take his life. And we see this account at 1 Kings 19.4. The next person that we look at is David. Known as the man after God's own heart, even David struggled with mental health issues, which we would likely consider depression very easily today. In Psalms 55, 4 and 5, he wrote, My heart shudders within me. Terrors of death sweep over me. Fear and trembling grip me. Horror has overwhelmed me. So these are just two of many examples of Elijah and David in the Bible which serve as proof that mental health issues and faith in God can coexist. These men loved God and had great faith. Still, they had mental health issues because they were what? Human. Now we're going to turn our attention to the next topic or the next question. How to know if you're struggling with mental health? Before we talk about the 11 signs, the 11 signs to know if you're struggling with uh, mental health for sure, we're going to take it to the Bible. We're going to look at Psalms 26.2. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and mind. If you aren't sure, okay, and that's the question, I guess another question. If you aren't sure if you're struggling with your mental health, here are 11 signs. 
You ready? Okay, number one, you're feeling restless and very agitated. Number two, changes in your appetite or eating habits. Number three, withdrawing from friends and family. Number four, living a life inconsistent with your values. Number five, sleeping too much or not being able to sleep at all. Number six, having guilt and shame regarding past events, okay? Number seven, feeling down or hopeless more often than not. Number eight, losing interest in activities that you used to enjoy. Number nine, feeling forgetful or having difficulty concentrating. Ooh, that might be me. Uh, number 10, reliving past events either through daydreams, nightmares, or flashbacks. Hmm. And number 11, experiencing thoughts of death or suicide. That's a big one. If you have plans to end your life, please go to the nearest emergency room or call 911. Now in this segment, we're going to talk about tips for taking care of your mental health as a Christian. We're going to look at the book of Colossians 3.2. Set your minds on what is above, not on what is here on the earth. There are many things that we as Christians can do to take care of our mental health. And here are a few tips. I think, let me look and see how many there is. I think it's five. Okay, five tips. So the first tip, number one, is spend time with God. And then the scripture to coincide with that is Psalms 63 verses 1 and 2. Whether it is praying regularly, reading your Bible, spending time singing and worship, uh, listening to worship music, or just sitting in the presence of God, the best way you can take care of your mental health is by spending time with God. Makes sense. When we spend time with God, He has a way of bringing peace and calm in the midst of life's chaos. Science has shown that spending time with God helps reduce stress and anxiety and promotes healing and well-being and provides strength and guidance in difficult times. Number two, identify your feelings. Uh, the scripture that goes with that is 1 Corinthians 14.33. Even when we feel overwhelmed, we can find peace in God because He gave us <laughs> all of our feelings for a purpose. It is important to identify your emotions as well as your physical feelings. Take 10 seconds to scan your body from head to toe and just notice your emotional and physical feelings. Are you pleased? Are you sad? Furious, afraid, or feeling something else entirely? Is there any tension or discomfort in your body? Once you have identified your feelings, you can begin working through them. Number three, dissect your automatic thoughts and feelings. 2 Corinthians 10.5 Our first reaction may to push them away or try to ignore them. However, if we take a step back and study our thoughts and feelings, we may find a beneficial message inside them. 
Our thoughts and emotions are frequently attempting to communicate with us. They could be warning us of a perspective, danger, or assisting us in remembering a previous wrong. We may be able to better comprehend ourselves and the world around us if we learn to listen to our thoughts and emotions. Choose to investigate your thoughts as thoroughly as possible to prevent the unpleasant consequences of ineffective, I'm sorry, ineffective thinking. Number four, spend time with supportive people. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 Spending time with supportive people is important for your mental health. These people can provide a listening ear and offer helpful advice and be a shoulder to cry on. Supportive people can be found in your family, friends, church, or they can even be your co-workers. It is important to find people who make you feel comfortable and safe. These people will help you through tough times and be there to celebrate your victories. If you feel lonely or down, reach out to your support network. Spend time with these people and let them help you improve your mental health. Number five, seek professional help. Mental health problems can be debilitating, okay? But with the right help, you can start to feel better. There are many qualified Christian counselors and therapists that can help you through your struggles to find hope and healing. You do not need to suffer in silence. Find a Christian therapist near you by either searching uh, online or speaking to your pastor or a trusted friend for a referral. Seeking a professional really can make the difference. Now, another uh, piece of this is your journey to better mental health. We're going to turn our attention to the book of Romans 12:2. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect, and the perfect will of God. As you begin your journey to better mental health, know that the Bible contains verses that can help you deal with mental health issues. It will help you to begin the healing process by providing hope, direction, and comfort. Remember, God doesn't want you to conceal your brokenness. And we're all broken. We all have some level of brokenness. And if if someone says they are not, they're not really being honest, okay, with you or themselves. I think being um, dishonest with themselves is most important, in my opinion. He wants you to come clean. He wants you to seek his help and the help of other Christians. Go to him in prayer and he will give you the wisdom and the strength to take the next step. A Prayer of Healing by Rev. Linda Martella Winsett Dear Heavenly Father, with a rich, deep breath in and out, I turn my gaze inward to the light of divine life in the heart of me. From this perspective, I glimpse a truth I need to know. You are God, and therefore I am the vitality and flow and fullness of life. 
Every health concern, relationship issue, or prosperity challenge heals now in my present moment an awareness of wholeness, harmony, and abundance. I realize divine life as a strengthening force in which I can thrive. Every cell of my body responds with renewed vigor. Every thought and feeling conforms to the ideal of harmonizing love and a mindset of plenty. In deep appreciation, I agree with you, God, and with life, and I choose daily thoughts and actions that foster the gifts you give of wholeness, harmony, and abundance. In your Son, Jesus Christ's name, amen. just listening to Teachable Moments with April Podcasts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. I also encourage you to become a paid subscriber in order to gain access to subscriber-only exclusive episodes and content. As always, be well and stay blessed. Until next time. Mm-hmm.